This is Temple Talk Radio with Steve Temple from Pinnacle Investment Advisors. You need a financial strategy that accounts for challenges like market volatility and inflation, and that also adequately prepares you for retirement. The purpose of Temple Talk Radio is to address common financial concerns, provide helpful strategies, and offer ways you may be able to achieve your financial goals. And now, here's Temple Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, Miami Valley, and boy, welcome back to today's show. My name is Steve Temple with Pinnacle Investment Advisors, and they, folks, today we are going to be talking about something that is making a lot of impact in our financial success, and this is the beginning guide to inflation. It's a topic that we hear a lot about numerous times a day, yet most of us really don't understand its meaning. So stick around for today's show. It's a topic that affects all of us, and most really do not understand the how or the why. But before we get into this topic, let me introduce my co-host once again, Mr. Tony Shore, who promises he will not interrupt the show if he hears the ice cream truck bells going down the neighborhood here. (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> nothing makes me feel like a kid again, quite like the ice cream truck rolling through the neighborhood. I remember running out. Yeah. I remember when my kids were younger, the ice cream truck would come through our neighborhood and they'd hear it. And I go, ice cream truck. I'd usually hear it before they did. And uh, yeah. I'd, uh, they would run. They'd come to me. We, you need money. <laughs> come right to dad yeah. for the cash. They'd go to mom or dad for the cash. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Heck, all the know, neighborhood Tony, we, kids would run out there. I loved it, and of course, I'd wait for all the kids to yeah. get theirs, and then I'd walk up and pick something. Yeah, yeah Heck, you know, yeah. That. Heck, you know yeah. that. You know, Teresa and I were, you know, uh, after we got married, you know, we're consolidating a lot of stuff, so we had a huge yard sale, right? And yeah, here comes the ice cream truck. <laughs> in the neighborhood and i told Teresa, i said oh hang on a minute i'm taking a break i'm gonna go get me some ice cream (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) that was kind of fun that's funny well your topic today sounds like a really good one steve i mean i like to follow the financial news closely but some stories about inflation can be like inflation overload right it is. It is. And, you know, and, and a lot of our listeners, they have forgotten about the high inflation that was in our slapped our wallets back in 2022, yeah. Tony. In fact, you know what? That was the 40 year high crazy. of inflation. We, we had what I would. It is crazy. And, and I, I had what I would consider to be the perfect storm because you know, we had high inflation, we had, which led to higher interest rates which also you know, was followed by just tremendous market volatility. So high inflation just causes a lot of significant budgetary challenges for Americans. But, you know, I guess on the, on the good news, 2023 has produced some good insights when it does come to inflation. In fact, there's an article that I'm going to reference today, Tony. It's a 2023 Forbes article, The Price is Right, U.S. Inflation Hits the Two-Year Low, which was in May. And a combination of higher interest rates, and they're easing supply, ch- you know, ch- chain challenges. That's that's another thing. You know, you know, even my son was affected by that. He was trying to get some equipment for his company, and he had to wait on it for six months. You know, to get uh, some uh, power washing equipment. But at least the good news is the the, the you know, restrictions are easing a little bit, and that's eased up on inflation in 2023. The article also makes a case that the Federal Reserve is, is steadily nearing its goal of you know, lowering inflation, trying to get back to that target, you know, two percent. And and you know, and, and something that, that this all started with COVID. 
you know, and even Teresa and I were just talking the other day, you know, about pre-COVID and post-COVID. Uh, Domino's pizzas, you know, pre-COVID were five ninety nine for a medium pizza. Yep. Okay. Right now they're eight ninety nine. Tony, that's a fifty percent increase yeah. uh, on on pizzas. Uh, uh, the the uh, uh, sub packs. I used to go get at Kroger all the time. You know, uh, makes what 10, 12, 14 subs, whatever. Five ninety nine. That is now eight ninety nine. A fifty percent increase. So this thing just kind of creeps up on us, and we don't realize it's happening until we just sit down and really think about what I just shared now. It's it's affecting all of us. So I think consumers are still a little bit unsure about what causes inflation and how it can affect their overall financial strategy. So Tony, today's show, we're going to you know offer up a little, little bit of information on this, uh, what I call Inflation 101, that can make better sense of some of these these news uh, articles and some of the stories we're well, hearing. Well, I think you covered two of my favorite areas, pizza and subs, already. I mean, that's, that's important, <laughs> right? And uh, they just <laughs> announced uh, today, I saw in the uh, Wall Street Journal and the New York Times article said the inflation numbers are out and we're now at about three almost this year from the start of the yeah, year. Yeah. It's down, yeah. uh, but we still have the Fed threatening to raise interest rates, which could right. you know, cause other things. And we don't know if this is a temporary lull or if it is really going down to stay. So- you have to watch out for it. And you, regardless, uh, even when it was at 2% and 1%, you have to plan for inflation uh, in your financial plans and for your retirement plans, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? And that's just it. When you define it, this part of this Investopedia article, inflation, what is it? How can it be controlled? And what are some extreme examples? And so let's start with the simplest question of all. What is inflation? Well, at the root of it, inflation is simply a rise in prices and a drop in purchasing power over time. And the level at which the purchasing power falls can be shown in the average price increase of a basket of selected goods and or services over a defined period of time. Yeah. Okay. So, and that, that makes perfect sense. So what's a, a basket of selected goods though? That's the question here. Isn't this great, Tony? Isn't this just great that we're going through this? Yeah. Uh, yeah what is a basket well, yeah, of goods? Yeah, all that sounded I mean, great, but what's, what do you mean a basket of selected goods? That could mean anything. Well, here, here we go. Here in the U.S., each month, the Bureau of Labor Statistics collects the prices of 94,000 items from a scientifically chosen sample of goods and services, and they gather them into a you know representative sample. From there, these numbers are adjusted to better you know ensure that the price changes don't reflect upgrades in product quality, or also maybe a weighted to mimic consumer spending patterns that are determined by a separate survey, which roughly thirty six thousand people do annually. Yeah. That, well, and that's interesting as well. So okay, so you've defined that. Uh, that's an important aside. Now, back, let's get back to the definition of inflation here. <laughs> well, here's, here's some key takeaways. Inflation is the rate at which cost and goods of services increase. Inflation is sometimes classified in three categories. Here we go again, but we're really we're getting into the weeds on this one. Demand pull, cost push, and built in. Oh, boy. The most used inflation indexes are the what we call the WPI, the Wholesale Price Index, and the CPI. We heard a lot about that one more than the other one, the Consumer Price Index. Depending on your personal view, as, as well as you know, the pace of change, inflation can be viewed either positive or negative. 
So people with tangible assets like property or stock commodities may you know, refer to these same level of inflation because when it increases, the value of those assets increase. So there, there's a good example, right? Yep. Yeah, that that is a good example. And, and I think that uh, obviously uh, we need to understand what inflation is, how it works to effectively know how it's going to affect us and our future plan. Yeah, and from the data point standard, it's pretty straightforward to track price changes of a few products over time. But, you know, Tony, most people rely on more than just one or two or even a handful of products and services to meet their basic needs. Some of these include things like grains, metals, fuel. Boy, that's been a, on the radar here lately. Health care. Okay, look at look at what's going on there. We talked about health care in one of our previous shows. Entertainment. Well, just found that out, you know, what what it costs to travel these days. Uh, Teresa and I have been on a couple of trips. Utilities, well, there you go. Look look at the utility increases we've seen in the last, uh, you know, 36 months. Uh, That's why inflation seeks to determine the broad impact of price changes for a range of products and services. So it provides a single value representation, if you would, of the increase in the price level of those goods and services in an economy during a set period. So a rise in prices means that our money can purchase fewer goods or services. That also means a loss of purchasing power, which is going to have a negative effect on people's cost of living. And ultimately, this just leads to reduced economic growth. So, so it's a, you know what, Tony, it's a very complex thing. I mean, the Fed, what he's trying to do, it, it's complex because now you're dealing with global currencies, global uh, you know, goods and services. It's a very, very difficult balance. Yeah, that is that's a tough balance. And you touched on this a bit with your comments about the Fed raising interest rates. But can you give us a bit more detail about ways uh, governments seek to tamp down or keep down rising inflation? Yeah, that goes back to what they refer to as monetary policy. So a nation's monetary policy, which in many cases is the central bank, takes measures to manage the money supply and the credit with the goal of keeping inflation within limits that will then keep the economy humming along. It's, again, a very tough task. Monetarism is a theory that highlights the relationship between inflation and the money supply in an economy. That article uses the following example, which I thought this was kind of interesting. A little history lesson here. Following the Spanish conquest of the Aztecs and the Inca Empire, large amounts of gold and silver ended up in many European economies, including Spain. Because the money supply surged quickly, the value of money tanked, leading to fast rising prices. Yeah, there you go. And uh, now that was a history lesson we're sharing right there. So, so <laughs> let's take a moment here uh, for our listeners. Um, tell us what you have for our listeners. This is an amazing offer. You know, Tony, I. We're going to make something of an exception here that we've not done on this show yet because this is important. Because, again, we all know inflation is affecting all of us. It's affecting our potential financial success, our retirement. So, Tony, here's what we're going to do. You folks listening out here, you go to PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com, okay? Get a hold of us, either to set up a calendar event. There's reach us through the calendar on our website. Give us a call, 937-667-6500. Folks, we're, you know, for the first few that call in or email us, we're going to get with you and, and give you a very valid snapshot. How are you doing right now? 
with respect to your goals and your future, your your successes, your retirement dreams, what effect has all this inflation had on you? And so for those folks, Tony, that want to call in, you know, email in, we're going to give them complimentary report that's going to show them a snapshot of where they are right now. What does the future look like? Because, again, Tony, I've said this for many years. If what you thought to be true turned out not to be true, when do you want to know? Yeah, now. Yeah. Now, yeah. right. So, or so yesterday. Folks, there you go. There, Or yesterday. Don't put this off. Go to our website. Make an appointment. We're going to give you a valid snapshot so you can verify where you are and do you need to make some changes now in order to have a financial success in yeah, your future. That's huge. Uh, and uh, listeners, pick up the phone. All you have to do is call. What's that phone number once again? 937-667-6500. All right. And the website? pinnacleinvestmentadvisors.com. Right. And uh, I, Temple Talk Radio, you're listening to Temple Talk Radio with our host, of course, Steve Temple. And Steve, great show so far today. And you've been serving up what we're calling a Beginner's Guide to Inflation. And though inflation is down from where it was a year ago, it's still high enough that many Americans are feeling a financial pinch and are concerned. And yeah. we need to understand what's going on. It's a timely show today. What do you have for us next? Well, there's an, another, the same Forbes article, The Price is Right, U.S. Inflation Hits the Two-Year Low. Uh, there's some other things uh, I want to share. You know, the rise in the money supply is the root of, of the cause of inflation. Uh, but a nation's money supply can be increased by monetary authorities by these things, <clears throat> either printing or offering more money to the people, legally devaluating the legal tender currency, loaning new money as reserve credits via the banking system, you know, by purchasing government bonds from banks in the secondary market, which is the most typical method. But in all these examples, the money ends up losing purchasing power. The mechanism behind why this drives inflation can be lumped into three categories, Tony. Either we talked about it, the demand pull inflation, the cost push inflation, or built-in inflation. Well, those are really technical terms. Aren't <laughs> well, built-in inflation, cost push, demand <laughs> yeah. pull. So right. uh, let's uh, let's get some <laughs> definitions for those, though. Well, we see demand pull inflation when there's an increase in money supply and the credit stimulates the overall demand for goods and services to increase quicker than the economy's production ability. So this increases demand, which then leads to price increases. And I'll give you a good example of that. Let's say you had automobiles on the lot and you had you know 300 shoppers, 300 buyers looking for that car. <clears throat> well, you know, or I'm, I'm sorry, maybe there's 300 vehicles on the lot and you got a limited number of buyers versus my example. Now you've got a vehicle left on your lot and you've got 15 people wanting to buy that automobile. And, and I've got a friend of mine in the auto industry, and, and cars may be worth $40,000, $42,000. Tony, they were selling for sixty and sixty-five dollars because the, it was like a bidding process, you know, the demand. And so inventory's down, demand was high, that's going to lead to price increases. So when folks have more money, it can lead to positive consumer sentiment, which then leads to increased spending, which exasperates rising prices. And then from there, the demand gap <laughs> is created, which more demand and less flexible supply means that prices are going to go higher. And that's what's been happening. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. Uh, demand pull inflation. Uh, more money in the average person's hand can produce positive right. uh, sentiment, which produces high spending with many 
things, and that drives prices higher. I think I have those dots connected. How about cost push inflation? <laughs> yeah, here we go. Cost push. You don't you don't hear that a lot, do we, Tony? On the media, cost push inflation occurs when the the rise in prices work through the production process. So when increases to the money supply and credit funnel their way into the commodity or the other asset market, the cost of numerous immediate goods jump. This is especially true if there's a negative economic occurrence to the supply of the particularly essential commodities. So developments like these often lead to greater cost for the finished product and or services, which then work their way into larger prices for folks like you and me. So for example, when the money supply grows, it may create a speculative boom in oil prices, and then that may mean that the cost of energy rises and causes increased prices, which is then highlighted in numerous inflationary measures. Wow. Okay. So uh, I'm glad we're talking about that. Uh, so my biggest takeaway there, I guess, is that if there's greater costs for those creating yep. a finished product or service, those costs end up hitting folks like us. So it gets passed yeah. on. And so <laughs> yeah. it's passed on. So when inflation rises, the average person is probably going to end up burying at least some of that cost at the cash register, Tony. So so let's, let's next look at what we call built-in inflation, which is related to changing expectations or the notion that people expect current inflation rates to continue. So again, as prices rise, people expect those increases to continue. They may demand their higher wages to offset those rises and maintain their lifestyle. So those increased wages may then result in higher costs for goods and services. And this wage price spiral continues as one factor triggers the other and vice versa. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right? Wow. Uh, I believe there are different indexes out there that are used to measure inflation. Is that right? Yeah, depending on the goods and services that are being analyzed, there's various types of baskets of goods that are calculated and tracked by various price indexes. And we touched on that a moment ago. One's called the CPI. That's the most common, kind of like the S&P 500 index. That's the consumer price index. There's also, Tony, the wholesale price index or the WPI. These are the most used for price indexes. So the CPI measures the weighted average of prices of a basket of goods, we touched on that a moment ago, and services that are essential for consumer needs, things like transportation, food, and healthcare. CPI is also determined by price changes, you know, for each of those predetermined basket of goods, and it averages those out based on their, their relative weight in the basket. So the prices are used for calculations at the retail cost for each of those everyday people. So any changes that are used to determine these price fluctuations that associated with the cost means that one must you know have these data points of identifying different periods over time. And so the Bureau of Labor Statistics relies heavily on the CPI every month, and it's been calculated, Tony, since 1913. So that one's been oh, around a while. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess. So what can you tell us about WPI? Tell us more about that. Yeah, that's the one we don't. Yeah, we don't hear much about that one. It's another. It, it is frequent, but it, we just don't hear about it a lot. Wholesale, you know, in the media. That stands for it wholesale price index. You said wholesale yeah. price index. Yes, sir. Yep. It measures and follows prices and goods in their periods before the retail stage. Okay. So while the WPI items, you know, from country to country, it does vary. They generally include items uh, at the wholesale or what we call the producer stage. And so, example, that would be like raw cotton. 
you know, cotton yarn, cotton gray goods, clothing, things like that. So for many countries and organizations, they utilize the WPI and, you know, and also the U.S. as well uses this. Um, and they use a similar measure called the WPI index or we call the PPI, which is the producer price index. So here we go, Tony. Now we're introducing another, you know, index term. And folks, we don't want to get you all confused out there. And I know some of the data we're sharing, but I think it's just kind of really cool to understand some of these things and how it's like the tail that wags the dog. How does it affect us? And that's what we're really trying to accomplish today. Well, yes, yeah, Steve, I heard a news story that actually mentioned PPI this morning. What can you tell us about that? We've got all these acronyms and initials. and <laughs> The PPI, Tony, again, that's the group of indexes to measure the average change in selling prices you know, for those domestic products, uh, immediate goods and services. And the PPI measures price changes from the viewpoint of the seller, which is making it a little different from the CPI. You know, so with these different measurements, it's possible that an increase in the price of one thing, oil, for example, might cancel out the price drop in something else like wheat. Now, ultimately, each of these indexes does reflect the weighted average of the change and obviously gets into the overall economy or sector. Yeah. So, Yeah, okay. That, that makes sense. And thanks for explaining that. Uh, I appreciate it. Now, um, I know that uh, you have uh, that giveaway today for our listeners. Listeners, this is a great opportunity. There's no charge. There's no obligation. Tell us no. about that, Steve. Tony, again, I think it's important for people, this is what I call, take, take a pause here, take a stop, rock, and roll. And let's see where you are. Take a snapshot. How are you doing in relation to where you were maybe five years ago? Folks, give us a call, 937-667-6500. Go to our website, pinnacleinvestmentadvisors.com. Make an appointment. Let's get on the calendar. I will do the analysis. My team will do the analysis at no cost and let you see where you are now and where you're headed in the future. Again, if what you thought to be true turned out not to be, when do you want to know? Tony, we already agreed on that. It's now. So let's not wait, folks. Give us a call. Get in here. Let's let's put together a report at no cost to you, no strings attached, give you an op the opportunity to see where you're standing financially. Yeah, yeah. and that's, that's important. That's huge. Okay, give that number. Uh, read that one slowly for our listeners out there so they can get that. 937 667-6500. Right. And the web address, they can also uh, reach you and uh, get that special offer through the website. Pinnacle Investment Advisors, that's ORS. All right. com. Well, we've had an interesting show so far, and I'm guessing you have some more insights for us, right? I do indeed, Tony. Again, the Forbes article uh, references that talks about inflation advantages and disadvantages. So now you've had your, your first reaction to what, you know, I would just say, you know, how in the world could this inflation possibly be beneficial, right, Tony? Right. And the action, you know, reaction is very reasonable. Let me explain. So there's these assets like property or stock commodities that are priced in their country's currency that may appreciate, you know, inflation because it, it may rise the price of the assets, which can then you know, lead to a higher selling price. But if doing so makes sense for financial strategy, the article also explains that inflation sometimes leads to speculation by businesses that are relatively risky products, you know, and by people who invest in those companies because they anticipate potential or better returns on inflation. So an ideal amount of inflation is sometimes promoted to encourage enough spending to reach a certain level, you know, instead of saving. So if the purchasing power of the money trends downward over time, it may create bigger incentive to spend money right now 
rather than saving for you know future ah, okay. spending. I get it. And it, yeah, yes, there you go. So increased spending may boost overall economic activity. Ultimately, Tony, it's it's a balanced approach is often thought to keep inflation within that desirable range. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, the the more there's some safe money options out there. I mean, like fixed yes. index annuities. Yeah, people go to gold or commodities, real estate. Uh, but boy, if there was ever a reason to work closely with a financial services professional, I would say this is it. Well, and tell you it is because once again, sometimes we don't know that yeah. we don't know, yeah. right? And that's where a true professional, a financial professional that does have a team of what I call experts can lend some guidance to these folks that are listening to help them make more informed decisions, better decisions. But, but again, you have, to, you have to know where you are now and kind of where you're going and how does all these factors affect you, then you're in a position to, to make yeah. a better decision. And that's what we're here to exactly. help you. Yeah. Well, you know what, Steve? I've really enjoyed our show today. Do you have anything else for us before we go to? Well, you know, Tony, once again, I think, folks, this is important. Don't, don't put it off. Uh, you know, for 28 years with passion, we've been helping folks just like you guys. And we want to make this offer. We've not done this before because it is now. It's important. Don't wait. Give us a call, 937-667-6500. Talk to a member of our team. Get on the schedule. Again, folks, 28 years. I am a fiduciary. I work in the best interest of uh, folks like you. We're here to help you. There's no strings attached. We're going to see where you are right now. Take a snapshot of where you are. What are you wanting to accomplish in your future? What does that look like? And again, if it's not working out the way you thought, you've got time to make some adjustments so that you arrive at your destination on time. So once again, Tony, we want to get these folks to call us in, uh, 937-667-6500. Go to the website, PinnacleInvestmentAdvisors.com. There's a link to our calendar. Get on the calendar. Come in and see us. You'll be glad you did. Well, that's great, Steve. Good show today. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Temple Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us for Temple Talk Radio. Don't head into retirement without a strategy that addresses both income and taxes. For more information, please contact Steve Temple at Pinnacle Investment Advisors at 937-667-6500 or visit templetalkradio.com. Join us again soon for another episode of Temple Talk Radio. Advisory services are offered through Pinnacle Investment Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Temple Financial Solutions, an affiliated company. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.